Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. It's FBC Radio Live. It is Friday, January 27th, 2023. And, John, it's championship conference weekend. And, uh, you know, this is the first time in NFL history that we're going to have four teams with at least 14 wins heading into conference championship weekend. And that includes the postseason, folks. Um, we're, we're set up with a pretty, pretty great weekend ahead of us with two really good matchups. And I think... Uh, I think they're both going to deliver. I don't think we're going to get a dud in either of these matchups. These are the four best teams in football. A Buffalo down the stretch was not what we thought they would be, so them being eliminated by Cincinnati should not have been a major surprise. So these are the four best teams, without question. Certainly in the NFC, Philadelphia and San Francisco lapped the field in the mm-hmm. NFC, and obviously Cincinnati and Kansas City in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. I can't recall another time, Ian, where the final four teams are this close, right? Just look at the betting line. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's a one-point favorite over Cincinnati. Philly's two-and-a-half over San Francisco. If you polled 100 impartial football fans, not Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, or 49ers fans, just impartial fans, who they think is going to win Super Bowl 57, you'd probably get like 30 for one team, 25 for another, yeah. 25 for another, maybe 20 for the other. Or maybe – all four of them would get 25 or 26, somewhere in there, right? It's that close. Like I, Any of these four teams, if they're holding the Lombardi Trophy in two weeks, I wouldn't be surprised. They're all worthy. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes, you know, again, sometimes we get that that one team that doesn't, you know, the, the meme that people put out with, like, the three or four dragons where, like, three of them look, like, really intense and then the other one's, like, a doofus. Well, that, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes that's what we get uh, with these conference championship weekends. And it, it, it's not to say that that team uh didn't deserve to be there it's just sometimes there's a clear gap 
in the competition and you know what happens you know the nfl it's a it's a tough league uh this year in particular we just got four teams that are obviously to your point um you you can't you just you cannot make a case you cannot make a bad case for any of these teams let's put it that way like if someone's going to say cincinnati's going to win then maybe i disagree with them but hey i i can't argue the points that you're likely going to make because well they're valid and and you look across the board and um you know the 49ers they're number one defense across the board uh the uh chiefs number one offense um bengals right there nipping at their heels and perhaps if it wasn't for a slower start you know whether it was the the appendectomy to to joe burrow that kind of slowed his preseason or some of the injuries early on you know maybe they'd be the number one offense that's how close these two teams or four teams rather are and um like I said, I think it's going to make for some really, really good football this weekend. I think Philadelphia and San Francisco probably have the most well-rounded rosters in the NFL, but they don't quite have the quarterbacks that Cincinnati and Kansas City have, right? As, as mm-hmm. much as we think that, you know, um, that, uh, that Brock yeah, Cordy's but, done but, a really but nice I, job, but I he's, think he's not a, at that level. Yeah, but, but I think there's a huge gap between him and Jalen Hurts, though. Like, I, I think right. I, I think Jalen Hurts is... is right nipping at the heels of those two guys and and had it not been for uh you know missing those two games he may very well be looking at his first mvp trophy and very much in that conversation so um so i agree with that to an extent but like i said i think there's a huge huge gap uh between purdy and um uh jalen hurts but that means nothing when it comes to playing this game in this in this particular situation because both of these teams are so good and i can see the number one defense bringing it all together and winning this game like it can happen it can happen without with minimal effect by Brock Purdy I don't think that's what's going to happen like if the 49ers are going to win this game Brock Purdy is going to have to make plays like you can you can win games in the regular season by managing and being you know just you know kind of keeping things just everything in front of you you know kind of pacing yourself uh in the postseason especially the further you get you need to make plays as a quarterback. You cannot win championships unless your quarterback is making plays. And um, even, even the most, the quote-unquote worst quarterbacks to ever win a Super Bowl made plays in the playoffs. Um, I look at Peyton Manning as a good recent example of, yeah, he was a shell of himself in 2015, but he still made some key plays during that playoff run that obviously uh, elevated that team. So uh, if the 49ers are going to go on and win a Super Bowl, look, no better example than 2019, John. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, exactly. All he had yep. to do was make a play, and he couldn't do it. And then that's that's the big difference. So, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's a pretty good quarterback. You're not going to put him on the championship level of some of these other guys, even, even a Joe Burrow who hasn't won a championship yet, but we've seen him make those plays and we we anticipate certainly at this point in his career he's going to make a habit of that down the stretch so um yeah I, I i think the teams overall are all fairly even uh you know maybe we can rank the quarterbacks here uh if you want i mean i i would i think i think it's well that's actually kind of an interesting discussion because i think you know purdy would be number four you know and it, it's really not a it's not no disrespect to him. I mean, he's you know he's he's still relatively unknown, um, and you know to a lesser extent, I would have to say Jalen Hurts 
it's still kind of an unknown in the sense that we haven't seen it in the playoffs yet. Obviously, with Mahomes and, and Burrow, those guys have made playoff runs. Obviously, Mahomes have been has been to two Super Bowls, one one. Joe Burrow coming off of a Super Bowl last year, and you know, again, I mean, this is a guy in his, you know, really his third season. And he's primed to go back to another Super Bowl. So now you're looking at Mahomes and, and potentially Burrow as, as being neck and neck in that sense. So uh, I would go Purdy, Hurts. And look, you know, give give the edge to uh, right now to Patrick Mahomes because he's been there, done that. And then uh, obviously uh, uh, Joe Burrow at number two. But I mean, again, it might be better off saying 1A, 1B type of situation. So Yeah, I, I would put Burrow number one only because he's healthier at this point. Now his offensive line may not be healthier. But he's healthier than Patrick Mahomes, so we're gonna have to see how Mahomes is. Well, on I, Sunday, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not ranking it necessarily based on impact. I'm, I, I, you know, it's just based on who's better at, at their healthiest. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, um, so I'm not really taking into account that uh, any of these guys are banged up. I'm just saying, like, you know, in terms of entering this weekend, if we're looking at if we're gonna power rank the quarterbacks, I think that's how it go. But um, like I said, I mean, I, I would not disagree with anyone putting Joe Burrow up there. I know people would, you know, up in arms like, oh, my God, how can you do that? Well, be, because we can see, you know, we can see that Joe mm-hmm. Burrow is elite and the idea that he could potentially be better than Patrick Mahomes is not outrageous. It's just, you know, we got to see a little bit more right now. It's just that little bit more could potentially be here in three weeks. You know, that's how close we mm-hmm. are. Like, so, um so yeah, that's how, that's how I'd go. You know, obviously Mahomes one, uh, Burrow two for me, and then uh, Hertz and uh, Purdy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I, I kind of laugh when people say, "Well, just try to build the way the 49ers built their roster," <laughs> which I think is probably the best roster in football, save for the quarterback. Right? I mean, they've got all pro players all over the place. Right? Corner, safety, linebacker, edge rusher, left tackle, mm. tight end, wide receiver, running back. They've got them all over the place. That's nice if you can build a roster like that. Then you have a good, solid quarterback. But most teams can't do that, especially when you start to pay the quarterback in excess of $40 million, which is what Kansas City's paying Patrick Mahomes. Right now, Cincinnati and Philadelphia are fortunate that their two quarterbacks are in their third season. So then they're paying them an incredible amount of money. They're going to have to at some point really soon to maintain those guys. Um, but yeah, so that, that's where you build the roster is great, but it's not easy to build a 49ers roster. They've done a great job at drafting and also making key acquisitions, you know, trading a first round pick for Trent Williams, which worked out really well. Well, and, and here's the key thing. And, and, uh, technically that, that 40, that contract hasn't actually kicked in yet for Patrick. Correct. That will be next year. And, and that's something that, again, I, it hasn't really been talked about enough and, you know, when when we say that the contract could be an issue, it's not that all of a sudden they're going to lose everyone. No, but it's sometimes it's it's you know that that thirty that that thirty to forty guys, you know, mm-hmm. number thirty to forty on the roster that you don't necessarily think about, but make an entirely huge impact. Those are the guys that are going to start getting uh, affected, and then you know maybe they can't re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster this off season. You know, because they mm-hmm. don't quite have enough money. So th- this is a, a looming potential hurdle for the Chiefs moving forward. Um, that's why it's really important, obviously, uh, you know, if they're looking to forge their legacy, um, winning a Super Bowl now is, you know, we said it, I kind of said it last year, and I, I thought this was true because, you know, we're seeing the AFC get better every year. Um, they're, they're, window is could rapidly be closing because of how good the rest of the competition is and losing last year was kind of a real sting for them um 
and this could very well play out this year if the Bengals go back all of a sudden I don't think Kansas City is going to be looked at as the 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 shining star of the AFC because well they've lost to the Bengals in back-to-back years to go to the Super Bowl now it would help tremendously if the Bengals were to win the Super Bowl if they lose then you know there's still you know plenty of discussion to be had and everything like that but you know the reality is uh, uh these there's a lot of really good teams in the AFC and you know right now you're seeing the two very best and and two that could be there for 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 the long run so um you know what's interesting Ian is you, you look at how difficult it is to go to the Super Bowl uh-huh. and again Tom Brady's made it look like it's routine because he's gone to 10 of them but between 2005 and 2013, the Patriots were still the best team in football. But in that nine-year period, they only went to two Super Bowls. Yeah. And I'm saying only in comparison to what they did, you know, the previous five years and then the next five or six years. But the point being, you had other teams in the AFC that were really good, great quarterbacks like, ooh, Peyton Manning, yep. Ben Roethlisberger. So, you know, to get to the Super Bowl is not that easy. Yeah, and then you kind of had your version of the 49ers and the Ravens. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. re- really good defense, really good roster usually the quarterback you know uh, but but here's the thing john (laughs) going back to that that whole conversation we had earlier um to win championships quarterbacks have to make eventually make plays and for better or worse joe flacco had perhaps one of the greatest super bowl runs in nfl Mm -hmm. history from from game one through game four you know the four that they played so you know is he an all-time great quarterback no no one's ever going to make that case but he had an all-time great run uh, in the postseason, which, again, that's that's the reason why the Ravens ultimately won. Um, but that's kind of like what I see the 49ers as now. You know, really good defense. Uh, maybe not as... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or, or 49ers are more skilled offensively, but even so, you look at that Ravens team and, you know, I know the, the name, you know, hasn't been mentioned in a while, but Ray Rice was a good player when he first came in before all, you know, everything that happened mm -hmm. with him. Uh, you had Anquan Bolden. You had uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek Mason, although my favorite clip of Derek Mason is obviously his spat on the sidelines with Bill Belichick, <laughs> um, one of my favorite interactions of all time. But, uh, you know, they had talent on that team, so there, there's a lot of similarities to that. Um, the only difference is, John, all four of those teams were in one conference. Uh, we have four of those teams across two conferences right now. So it's not quite to that level. Like, I think you have... Uh, you know, the, the, you know, the Chiefs, the Bengals and the Bills, I, you know, I know we're down on the Bills a little bit and they kind of had a rough end to the year. But, you know, they're still among the elite. Um, and, you know, some other teams that, again, this offseason could change a lot of things. Maybe Tom Brady does go to Miami. Who knows? That would elevate them, certainly. Uh other teams could emerge. Maybe the uh, 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 Bill O'Brien hire is is going to propel Mac Jones to to levels we can't even imagine because we can't we haven't seen it yet. Who knows, John? We don't know. If we did know, John, we'd be very rich people because we'd be able to predict the future. Uh, but right now, it's it's more just guessing and and kind of projecting. But what we do know is that the Bengals and the Chiefs are the elite of the elite in the AFC and the Bills are nipping at their heels and you're shaping up to have a pretty good, solid group of teams moving forward, even that second tier in the AFC. So um, to your point, it's not gonna, going to be easy to continue to win. Therefore, for both of these teams, both the Bengals and the Chiefs, they have an opportunity to uh, uh, greatly help their legacy the Chiefs and both for different reasons obviously the Chiefs are pursuing something bigger than just the championship although that championship may mean the world to Cincinnati so it, it, a lot of implications here oh yeah I mean Cincinnati's been to three Super Bowls they were competitive in every single one of them um it is generally considered a loser franchise but you know they've been to the playoffs five straight years a decade ago they were always there they just could never break through but, you know, this looks like a team that's going to have sustained excellence. But again, as you brought up, it's not that easy to continue to win because of contracts to the quarterback. And again, you're talking about a franchise that's notoriously cheap. They don't have an, an indoor practice facility. It's the only team in the North that doesn't have an indoor practice facility. But yeah, there's so much at stake for these two young quarterbacks. But we, we are always in a rush to see how these quarterbacks can win. Let's not forget it's Burrow's third year. It's Hurts' third year. Purdy's a rookie. Now Mahomes is, is trying to change greatness, right? So it's a big thing for him because, you know, if they don't get back to the Super Bowl, then you'd say, well, this guy is putting up great numbers with a great coach and dominant regular seasons can't sustain it in the postseason. So a lot at stake for Patrick Mahomes. If I look at the four quarterbacks, he has the most pressure on conference uh, championship oh, yeah. Sunday, without question, right? Because, you know, he, he's trying to chase greatness. Burrow's going to be chasing greatness. I don't think anybody doubts that, but um, you know, he, he has an opportunity as well to break through because you, you've got to win when you can, right? Because look at Aaron Rodgers, third yeah. year as a starter, wins the Super Bowls, never been back. No one doubts how great the guy is. It's just he never got back there. Well, and, and that's that's what's important. You know, that's why a second Super Bowl is so important. Um, now, again, this, this is where things kind of go off the rails, and I, I think, obviously, I think this is where 
you know, these sports discussions become more of a nuisance than actually entertaining. And that is, no, it, it doesn't mean he's on greatest of all time pace. It doesn't mean he's catching Tom Brady. No, it's it's his individual greatness is being elevated. And, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. I mean, again, not too many players have multiple Super Bowls. And to do so such so early on is impressive. I mean, again, you know, it doesn't mean that he, there's no, to me, there's no such thing as on goat pace. You either do it or you don't. Because there is no set number, there is no set uh, path to greatness. You have to create that path, and and that's part of the process. That's part of becoming the greatest of all time. You don't simply, you know, hit a mark and say, oh, here we go, he's on pace. There is no pace, John. There is no pace. But for him individually, you can elevate your stock, your, your, your legacy, simply by winning another Super Bowl. Fair or not, I mean, that's that's the reality of this game, and just like any game, any sport, the, the, the purpose is to win. And how do you be great? Well, you win consistently. And, and obviously, Patrick Mahomes has done that early on in his career. But right now, he's competing not only with himself, but with, you know, a, a relatively, I don't want to say large group of quarterbacks, as it's really not a large group. But you're kind of competing with the meat and potatoes of Hall of Fame quarterbacks right now. Does that make sense? Like his competition, mm-hmm. the, the, this is as, right now he's kind of just right in the thick of things. You know, if this was a horse race, you know, this is where all the horses are kind of clumped up together. I mean, you know, Secretariat or whatever, that's the only horse I know off the top of my head. Uh, Tom Brady's <laughs> far, far ahead. So that that's not what the race is. But right now, Patrick Mahomes is trying to fight himself out of this horde of great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And winning another championship is, is going to give him, you know, a, a nice leg up. But the reality of it is it doesn't break him free from that pact, okay? Or pack, not pact. And we're, not, we're not forging a pact here, you know. I'm talking about a pack. Uh, <laughs> confusing myself here, John. So hopefully the listeners are following me. Uh, but so We are. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> I, I hope you're not just being nice, but thank you anyways, either way. But the point is, is like, when we talk about his legacy, it can certainly be changed and improved, and, and there's a lot riding for him um, this weekend and, and obviously in two weeks if they make it to the Super Bowl. And and like I said, I mean, there's a lot of great quarterbacks he's fighting with, and there, there's no shame in having, you know, some guys with a little bit more success. Maybe their legacy ultimately would be a little bit greater. He's still got to fight through that. So a second Super Bowl is going to push him a little bit further into that group. But it's not quite going to, like I said, put him on goat pace because, hell, he could break free from that group, John, and Tom Brady may have already lapped him at that point. So the race might not even be in, within his reach. So uh, I say all this, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It made se- makes sense in my head. Um, and at least you said it makes sense. And I know you're contractually obligated to agree That's with true. everything I say and compliment me when I'm at my lowest. Uh, I still believe that that was a genuine uh, agreeing with me. So, uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of legacy building here. Um, primarily in the AFC, I think there's there's more weight to it. I mean, Jalen Hurts going out and winning a Super Bowl would be great for Philadelphia, but again, not you know he's just scratching the surface. You know what I mean? Joe Burrow's been there, lost. Can he become one of the few quarterbacks to bring his team back? the next year and win this time. And there's very few that have done that most recently, uh, you know, Mr. Tom Brady, who did it in 2018. So, um, 
And then, of course, Brock Purdy. I mean, look, <laughs> Brock Purdy goes out there and wins a Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? That 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 that's going to create the the I think the most uh, uh, the broadest uh spectrum of, of conversation around the quarterback because you know you're going to get the oh well tom brady blah 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 you know comes in seventh round pick sixth round pick all that stuff um and apparently my phone's dying so hold on john i don't want to lose you i don't want to lose you here um so you know that that could create this this wacky conversation about brock purdy or you know maybe people will just go all in on the fact that the 49ers were just a great team offense and defense across the board and and they got really efficient quarterback play at the right time so um all right let's uh let, let's so Brock Purdy would be on goat pace if he yes, wins the Super Bowl exactly right? exa- one year exactly. one Super Bowl so well, he's well, honestly John it would it'd be almost a little bit better pace because like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl in his 17th career game and right. Brock Purdy will do it I think what would it be? Uh, six, seven, eleventh, right, yeah, tenth or eleventh. Start, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. So in that case, well, yeah. I mean, if if, if that's the case, well, sure. But uh, like I said before, there there is no such thing as goat pace. You just it just either happens or it doesn't. And I I, I think those these conversations um, that involve talking about potential goat or this that or the other on pace to do this, uh, we know all well. Again, I hate to. Bring it up, John, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's just kind of the, the prime example of it, of, of a great player. No one doubts his greatness. But it kind of just goes to show how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl. And, it, and again, it's not like he hasn't had conference championship opportunities. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. It's hard to get back. So, yep. all right, we can uh, – let's start with uh, San Francisco and Philadelphia, which I honestly thought – I mean, both of these games were really hard to pick, John. I mean, it, we, we talked about it when we when we uh, uh, opened the show. Four teams, all with at least 14 wins this season, including the postseason. Um, so either way, whoever you pick, it's not going to be a slam dunk, and there is no guarantees in this we on this weekend, in this weekend, with whoever's going to win. Um, so I, I did think this was a harder game to pick, though. Philadelphia... And the 49ers. Um, I'm still. I'm. I'm almost like thinking about going back on my pick. If you can't. If you can't hear it in my voice right now, that's that's what that's what's going on in my head. I'm like, do, do I really feel confident in this pick? And you know what? I do, John. And that's the 49ers. Uh, I I I love what the Eagles are doing. I love Jalen Hurts. Um, I I cannot wait to see what he does next season. You know, assuming that they get eliminated this year. Um, but I, I think San Francisco is just too good. They they just have too much ability to the point where like you don't need the the uh, you don't need a, a, a quarterback to carry him. Like I said, he's going to have to make plays. He's going to have to make some big plays, but he's not going to have to carry this team. And I'm talking about Brock Purdy, and it doesn't mean he can't do it. I'm just saying they're not. The pressure isn't on him to do it. The 49ers can win in di- many different ways outside of the quarterback being the prime focus. Um, like I said before, though, he's still going to have to make a few big throws, and I think he does do this against the Eagles' defense. Uh, the biggest concern I have, though, is staying upright. And his... Look, great story, John Brock Purdy. Uh, but he has... Uh, 
we talked about it. You know, the roll left throw. You know, you know, a right-handed quarterback rolling left to throw. It's it's not a atypical thing um, that we're generally going to see. And it, he kind of he he throws that into his game a bit. We've seen Aaron Rodgers do it, and it's beautiful. You know, beautiful sideline mm-hmm. throws, all that stuff. Um, I wonder if his scramble and and backyard ish football uh, tendencies may come back to haunt him against this Philadelphia front seven. And that's my biggest concern with this, because if Philadelphia can can really get to Brock Purdy, I think it can have a ripple effect. And all of a sudden, if you're if this offense is not dictating what they're what the game plan is, um, then I think my, my pick is uh, uh, let's just say I'm not going to be very confident in my pick of the 49ers. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're, you know, you mentioned Trent Williams, you mentioned this line. I think you're going to see George Kittle in a lot more, not as much offensively, but more so kind of helping out, keeping Brock Purdy upright. Um, so I, I think they're going to do enough to keep the pressure off uh, Brock Purdy so he's not going to make a mistake or get sacked five or six times. Uh, I just, I'm not terribly confident, John. I'm really not. And this is why I'm like, this was the hardest game for me to pick, but I, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I just think this team is rolling. They they have just, the depth across the board is just, it's, it's impressive. And I think they're going to uh, get the job done. I'm going to go with Philadelphia. They're at home. I think they have the better quarterback. Also, San Francisco's won 12 games in a row throughout that stretch. They've never really trailed. Philadelphia can jump on teams. We've seen that. And if they're able to do that, I want to see what Brock Purdy and that offense looks like coming from behind against that pass rush. So I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I think they've had a more consistent season. When you look at it, they're 15-1 and when Hurts starts. Two of their three losses came when he was injured. Um, and I think that pass rush is going to be a major difference against San Francisco, especially if Philadelphia can jump ahead and get a lead and then continue to run the football effectively, which is not going to be easy to do no, against no. that San Francisco front. Both excellent defenses, but I'll go with Philadelphia in, in what should be a, a fairly close game, but I like the Eagles. Yeah, I, I like, um, you know, if you want to, actually, you know what, let's, uh, I'll, I'll put you on the spot. Let's, let's, let's do a score. We have two games this weekend. Let's actually put the scores on the paper. So, uh, okay. Go for it, because uh, I need time to think now. <laughs> okay. I'll go with uh, Philadelphia 24-17. I, I think San Francisco's offense is really good, but Dallas's defense did a good job against them last week before kind of collapsing the fourth quarter. I think they were just kind of spent. Uh, Philadelphia had as close to a bye week in beating the Giants as possible, so I think they'll have a little more left in the tank. So I'll go with Philadelphia 24-17. Well, I see. I, I got San Francisco 27-24, to and I think one of those touchdowns is going to be a defensive score. Or... Ooh. Or, you know, a turnover that essentially sets him up like first and goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe not specifically a defensive touchdown, but something where, you know, you can, you know, you can pretty much chalk it up as an easy, easy score. Uh, I, and, and that's that's saying something because the, the Eagles don't turn the ball over a lot. And I don't think it's necessarily going to be um, a Jalen Hurts interception, but like I could see, you know, maybe just an unfortunate fumble. Because uh, this is what the 49ers do. They force you into making mistakes. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that Brock Purdy is going to stay relatively upright. And the 49ers are going to create that one key mistake that's really going to set them up for victory. So 27-24 San Francisco for me. So, all right. Rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Andy Reid has a chance to pass Tom Landry, John. Playoff wins with 21. 
both tied right now with 20. Bill Belichick, obviously, with 31. Um, very impressive. Obviously, we, we, we've known about it. We've seen Andy Reid for years now. We uh, obviously very firsthand watching his Eagles teams in the early 2000s, obviously go to five conference championships, four in a row, uh, going to the Super Bowl against uh, the Patriots. So, you know, he's had a lot of success and talk about legacy. He can add to his own legacy uh, here with another win and certainly another Super Bowl win. Uh, this, this man, this game is... There's, I think it's going to live up to the hype. Uh, I, I think you're going to see just an excellent football game between two really good quarterbacks and two really good offenses and two really good teams in general. I, I think the Bengals' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense. Um, I, th- I think the Chiefs' offense is. We're we're talking about you know uh, uh, ranking the quarterbacks earlier in the show and you know kind of landing on one A, one B, Mahomes, Burrow. So you know I'll give the edge to quarterback to Kansas City, but. I'm looking at this, and I, I think Cincinnati's just playing better football and has been for a while. And and maybe that's more of a – maybe that's just a perception thing because Kansas City can be frustratingly inconsistent. And, then, you know, this is coming from Chiefs fans who watch them, you know, look like they're unstoppable one moment and then kind of step on the brakes a little bit, and you're like, okay, is this a product of them just – being bored, you know, that happens. Great teams, it happens with them where they just kind of, you know, rest on their laurels. Or is there a fatal flaw with this team um, that can be exploited by another great team that can go wire to wire? And fortunately for Kansas City, I don't think there are a lot of great teams that can go wire to wire. Unfortunately for Kansas City, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are one of those few teams. And I, I, I think they do it again, John. I, I like I was thinking about it. I'm looking at it. I think you're going to get a great offensive game from both of these players. Maybe it's going to be a uh, a repeat of that uh, back and forth game last year between the Bills and the, and the Chiefs, where it's like it really comes down to the very last possession. Uh, but I think the Bengals are going to pull this off, and I'm going to say 31 to 28. So a three point game mm-hmm. in both games. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Cincinnati's the better team, better defense. Um, both have really good kickers you can trust because it kick could come down to that, right? Yeah. Did last year, um, we see so many times that these games, especially when they get to overtime, come down to who's got the better field goal kicker. I like Cincinnati 30 to 24, maybe a slightly more comfortable win than you have, but it wouldn't be surprising if this thing goes to overtime. These teams are really, really close. I mean, they've played three times in the last two years and every game has been a blind burner. So I like the Bengals 30 to 24 and they get their way back to the Super Bowl. Uh, which is a pretty amazing story because normally when you lose a Super Bowl the next year, you're in a funk. Well, they are a better team than yeah. they were last year. And I, I think they're the best team in football. And I think they have the best quarterback as well in Joe Burrow. So 30-24 Bengals. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, like I said, we're uh, we're excited to uh, watch these games this weekend. Be sure to tune in on Sunday as myself and Braden uh, break down all these games again and kind of get you set for that day's action. And uh, like I, said, I I'm I think we're going to get two classic conference championship games. I mean, that, that's 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 what I'm getting. That's the feeling I'm getting based on what we're seeing, what we're seeing from both these teams or all four of these teams, all four of these quarterbacks. Um, it, it's 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 going to be fun, John. Let's just put it that way. I, I I'm just hoping by the time like 
six o'clock comes around, I'm not going to be burnt out by bad football. <laughs> that's all. That's all I want. <laughs> I just don't want to be burnt out by bad football. That's all. So uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we will be back on Monday to kind of break down everything that we saw on Sunday uh, and, of course, uh, the rest of the week as well. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Give us a follow on Twitter at FPC Radio Live. And, of course, go over to FullPressCoverage.com to check out all the latest and greatest. So thank you, everyone, and we will talk to you soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.